you know, we really deliver on what we say we're going to do for our clients when it comes to sustainability and high performance design. And we're there on our key projects, ready to be uh, leaders and, and drive our clients, you know, where we think that they want to go in the market. Welcome to SSR On Air. I'm Mike Rogers, your host for this monthly podcast brought to you by Smith Seckman Reed. Tune in as I interview leaders, colleagues, and clients about what is going on internally at SSR and in the larger engineering community. Okay, so today we're here with Eric Sheffer and, and uh, Victor Sao um, from our Sustainable Solutions Group and what used to be Existing Building Commission. And today we're going to talk a little bit about how you guys are combining your forces within SSR to make something bigger and better. And uh, welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Okay. Exciting times. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so we're going to start with softball questions so that you can kind of relax a little bit. And just uh, want you both to tell me a little bit about your, your, your story, where you came from, how you got to where you are. You know, the Reader's Digest version, because we don't have too long. But uh, just just kind of go through that. Victor, why don't you start out, and, and then we'll let Eric chime in. Um, I was with Siemens before I joined SSR 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I have to say it was uh, the best application that my wife did for me or decision she made for me. Your wife did that for you. <laughs> I was okay. uh, trying to look for another job and always find a reason not to look for one. So my mm-hmm. wife uh, saw this job opening for SSRCX for uh, commissioning. She's like, Victor, I just applied for you for this project, for this uh, position. I think you're going to like it. (laughs) And as soon as she told me this, before she finishes, I got a phone call from a recruiter for SSRCX. She said, hey, would love to schedule an interview with you. Mm. And uh, Mm. the rest is history. As they say, it was the best decision we've made. And uh, SSR has really provided me with a lot of opportunities. I started from... Uh, business development to project manager to operations manager to service line director so uh, that's what I love about SSR the fact that it provides a lot of opportunities for the employees so it's truly a career rather than a job for me absolutely absolutely agree Eric, what about you? What brought, what brought you here? Yeah, uh, I've always had a, a passion for sustainability, I think, uh, mostly since high school. Uh, studied uh, at Penn State sustainability in the built environment and worked in the contracting world for a handful of years after college. Uh, and then somehow found SSR and, and saw that we were starting a uh, sustainability group here. And, and one of the folks that interviewed me was was familiar with some of my graduate work at Penn State. And we hit it off. And, yeah, similar to Victor, the, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Well, I'm certainly glad you're both here. I've worked, worked a lot with both of you over the years. And this is... It's exciting to talk about. So, so let's talk. Let's let's put a frame around a little bit about the services that you guys uh, head up. So, sustainable solutions. Let's start with that first. Sure. Yeah. So, it, within the the you know former SSG or Sustainable Solutions Group, we uh, primarily have focused on uh, new construction sustainability related services, mm-hmm. uh, including green building certification, energy modeling. Um, 
well building uh, consulting and certification. And some of our services uh, do go into warranty phase applications such as monitoring based commissioning. And then we have a couple uh, miscellaneous services like energy auditing and facility benchmarking that do that kind of bleed into existing buildings. But mm-hmm. that's not been our team's primary focus. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and how long have we been doing that type of work here? Uh, exactly coming up on 16 years. I think it was spring of, or 15 years, spring of 2007. Yeah. So yeah, 15 years. So early in that movement of sustainable kind of approach to things, it's kind of like commissioning was about 20 years ago, and that was early in the movement towards towards commissioning, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so it, it's been interesting to see the industry evolve to where, you know, there was quite a long time where our team was, you know, helping to, you know, pull our clients in a direction that they weren't sure they were comfortable with or where the, the industry was going to head. Yeah. And now, um, in a lot of cases, you know, we're having to keep up with our clients or, you know, we're, we're on the same page now as far as where, where the industry's going. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. <clears throat> so, Victor? Well, we offer uh, existing building commissioning that really is broken to to very different uh, services. It's from retro commissioning, which is really a building that has never gone through the commissioning process. Mm -hmm. So you come back and you want to bring it back to design, so you do this retro commissioning service. There's also recommissioning, which is a build, existing building that has already gone through the commissioning process, but their performance have degraded over the years, so they're going to recommissioning, mm-hmm. recommission it. So that's some, some of the services where, that we do. Our go-to approach really for existing building that we felt has the biggest bang for the buck for our client is the optimization of the building with all different flavors, whether it's continuous commissioning, whether it's monitoring-based commissioning. Mm -hmm. So there is no one-size-fits-all. Every building has its own challenges. Every building, we design the solution for it based on what the client needs and uh, based Mm -hmm. on what their energy goals or uh, patient comfort or issues that they are facing. Um, Another service that we provide is troubleshooting of equipment to make sure the equipment are really functioning correctly. Uh, We also, (coughs) for the past um, maybe five years or so, we've been also doing new construction design involved in it in terms of optimizing the control system or the mechanical systems way ahead of time so the design comes already optimized and the owner doesn't have to pay twice for the control vendor to program it twice for a commissioning agent it just made a lot of sense this is something that we actively do it on ssr projects and we've been doing it for almost 13 years 13 to 14 years okay good so who's who's a good candidate for that work what what type of facility what type of owner is a good candidate for what you're what you're talking about Uh, Excellent question. And uh, I would say any facility that has, whether it's hospital, MOB, office building, if they have a good building automation system, Mm -hmm. then that will be the perfect uh, vehicle for us to optimize their uh, system. (coughs) A lot of clients, (coughs) pardon me, they pay so much money for for a phenomenal building automation system, but they use it to to a very, very limited capability. Mm. And what our job is to to go in and make sure we use it to its 
fullest possible uh, ability. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, over time, the services that SSG has done and the services that you provide have, have evolved with the market. So what's the, what's the latest? What is, what's the latest change or trend that you've seen affecting what you guys provide that gives SSR that, that edge in the marketplace maybe? Yeah, a couple, you know, recent changes really within the last couple of years in the sustainability realm would be um, health and wellness in, in buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, oftentimes have spent so much of our, um, you know, both marketing and, and operations pursuits in our teams focused on energy efficiency, which affects a couple percent of an owner's budget, whereas 90-some percent of an owner's budget is in their people, right? Mm-hmm. And so the energy and water conservation is extremely important, but through health and wellness and designing buildings that are healthier for uh, our colleagues and, you know, patients and and mm-hmm. Um, you know, patrons to occupy, if we can just incrementally uh, affect the the productivity or um, happiness at work or retention rates, it uh, can have a big effect on a company's bottom line and and just a big effect on on the health of their workers. So that yeah. that's been a evolution within the last couple of years. There's a lot of studies out there, a lot of information out there about how productivity and and just mental state is is. Uh helped by that so yeah absolutely you know lighting quality daylighting with circadian rhythms and how that affects your you know sleep quality acoustics and how you know noise uh you know various types at work can you know distract or enhance your your ability to be productive and then probably the other area is um carbon inventory carbon reporting and reduction uh many uh, both, uh, you know, publicly traded companies are being uh, and privately held, um, you know, firms that that we work a lot with, and you know, both competitors and clients of ours are being driven by their boardrooms and their constituents to really inventory the carbon emissions that they have as a company and work to reduce those in various ways, and and that's been a um, a big upswing in the market, really within probably the last two or three years. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you, Victor? You see any anything new that that you guys are getting into that, that's emerged? Well, I think the receptiveness of the owners right now to invest into existing building commissioning. Mm. In the past, there's there's agreement that the new construction commissioning is really important right now, and that message took a long time to propagate and to be accepted widely yeah. by the owners community. Right now especially with what's happening, whether from COVID and on others and pressure down on energy and uh, carbon footprint, they're realizing that there's a lot of waste in a building that if you can capture, it's both good, as Eric said, to the tenant, to the, to, to the patient, as well as to their bottom line, even though they no longer investing in a widget, such as a new parquet floor in front of the elevator that the, mm-hmm. the patients will see. Because this is all mechanical room that none of the patients are going to ever walk into, hopefully. So the intention is if you do good there, you're going to save on so much downstream. And now selling that mm-hmm. message and the acceptance of it is way much easier now than it was five years ago. At the same mm-hmm. token, technology have changed tremendously from the building control system. So it's allowing 
the engineers to really think outside the box in terms of techniques to make the system more predictable. So it allowed us to really change and rethink how we use the building automation system and to what extent do we drive the envelope mm -hmm. safely and reliably. And coupled with obviously is training of facilities. So it's everybody's realizing right now is that it's truly a win-win when all said and done. May, let me ask you a question about uh, what what makes us different, I guess. You know, what What is unique about what SSR brings to this that, that might be different in the marketplace or, or show a, a level of, of expertise that, that maybe others don't have? I think uh, I'll, I can start out, Victor, and then, and then you can jump in. Um, you know, one thing I think we're well embraced within SSR. You know, mm -hmm. our team has yeah. been here for 15 years. A lot of us have been, you know, part of the team that entire time. And it can take, you know, a, a time period of years to build up trust, you know, across a firm of this size. And, you know, we do see a lot of firms that say they may bring what we bring to the table, but it's it's disparate. Their experts are not consistently brought into projects, and mm -hmm. if they are, um, you know, we really deliver on what we say we're going to do for our clients when it comes to sustainability and high-performance design, and we're there mm -hmm. on our key projects ready to be uh, leaders and, and drive our clients, you know, where we think that they want to go in the market. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and I agree with everything you said, Eric, and I think it's important to note that the major difference is that we pick our teams for depending on what the project scope of work is. Mm -hmm. And every team that we pick will have a minimum of 25 to 30 years of uh, total experience. Not a lot of firms can come and say that. The second thing about it is the fact that we believe in putting the right person on the right bus on the right seat, meaning... If I, all I do, I'm a controls expert, and if that's all I do, that's if that's the experience that I can provide as a subject matter expert to the mm -hmm. client. I I can easily commission electrical system, but we have an electrical group that does that. We don't want somebody who's jack of all trades and give the client just knowledge, general knowledge of everything. We want to give the client, each client, the same level of A level experience, which means he will get the subject matter expert on every piece of equipment that they're trying to optimize or they're trying to commission. And not a whole lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. Our team is also uh, really diverse with our technical backgrounds and expertise that we bring. You know, Victor, you know, background in controls. We have someone with a PhD in mechanical engineering, several professional engineers, folks with backgrounds in construction, a couple architects on our team. So, um, you know, with, with such a variety of folks, it's almost 100% guaranteed that someone on our team is really going to have a connection with whatever background our client is from. And, and I think yeah. that's a real advantage. That is, that is. So um, let me ask you one more thing, and then we'll see if there's anything that I missed along the way. <laughs> but um, it, if you had a message to, to send out, I mean, you want to get it to our clients. It's got to go through our project managers. It's got to go through our CRMs for the most part. I mean, it can go through your contacts as well, but that's a huge avenue. So what's, what's, the, what's the thought, what's the message that, that you would send out to those guys? Yeah, I think one of our primary messages is, you know, SSR has a, you know, dedicated uh, team or center of excellence 
focused on building optimization and sustainability mm -hmm. and for you know you our clients from your you know concept level through you know construction documents phase designs and warranty and your the operations of your buildings uh, there are a lot of services we offer that you may not even be aware of that uh, have very very favorable ROIs and can really have a tangible impact on the bottom line uh, you know of of your operations as well as the um, you know thermal comfort and well-being mm -hmm. of your colleagues in your buildings and so we'd love to you know have the opportunity SSR colleagues to, to meet with you and, and explain how we can help your clients and and make some introductions bring some solutions yeah absolutely yeah. I mean our CRMs are very close to to their uh, to their clients and as such uh, I think they'll be able to uh, hear them on what needs they have what issues what keeps them up at night mm -hmm. if they as we share that information, we may be able to provide solutions to these things, and that should kickstart the conversation between us and their clients. Like, hey, you know what? We have this team that does this, and here's what they think. You remember the problem about your chiller cycling? Here's what they think that can be done. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's one way to kickstart uh, a conversation. It doesn't always have to be um, a huge production. It doesn't always have to be a proposal. It's, it can be as simple as a conversation even a lunch conversation with the client to understand their needs and tell them, here's our experience, here's how we dealt with something like this in the past. Yeah, I like that. Good conversation. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. So uh, appreciate you guys coming in today. I know uh, a little bit of travel for you, and, and uh, it's good to have you on the show, and um, safe travels back home. Thank you. Likewise. Appreciate it, Mike. Pleasure. Thanks for joining us for this episode of SSR On Air. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also connect with us on social media. Links to everything can be found in the show's notes. Take care, everyone. See you next time.